beautiful people of the world welcome to the happy conversation idea show where you can witness thoughts ideas and live story of the happiest people and today we got a very special guest here today her name is nadika viswakula she's an international love coach and a healer energy healer she helps people master the art of self love by connecting to their higher self their divine self and diffusing the energetic charge of old programming limiting beliefs and trapped emotions nadika has studied in eras of an alternative uh, types of healings she does inner child healing past life trauma healing ancestral clearing and energetic body work nadika has mastered the art of getting out of her head and into her heart experiencing a very mindful connected and heart centered journey nadika says happiness joy and bliss are your birthrights we welcome nadika to the show thank you so much for having me mr happy thank you so much for being our wonderful guest today and your brand name is called naked love coach so my first question to is please tell us about your life story of failure and passion that led to success and why you chose your brand name naked love all right well on my journey i realized that um i had experienced a lot of what i perceived our childhood traumas and adversities being bullied and all sorts of things i also i went to school uh, you know i i grew up in a working class family and i went to school in a very affluent area so my i wasn't the kid i was the out i was the person that was that didn't fit in i was the awkward one you know everyone was wearing designer clothing they had nannies and everything else and i was in a part of a working class family that didn't have the means to have those things so i was the kid in the hand me downs and um not not the cool one for sure and i got <laughs> bullied a lot and it created a um, lot of um childhood trauma again this is um not so much we want to observe like our trauma but not judge it so i as i'm adult now in my adult body with my adult mind i'm able to kind of look back and go okay well those are just stories from then and use them to propel me forward so which forwards me to today like my brand naked love coach naked i realized on my journey as i had experienced life throughout the years um i realized that i had put on a lot of masks a lot of coping mechanisms a lot of personas so i could be a version of myself in different circumstances but i realized over time that i was trying to fill voids perceived voids and even when it came to making money i was making money from a place of fear because i didn't want to be that poor child that was being bullied in my school yeah. and so i realized i got i was very good at becoming financially successful that's good but there was a price i was paying 
when I honestly and authentically looked within, and if I asked myself the question, am I genuinely happy? And to the outside world, I looked very happy. I had a lot of things and I was smiling and I had amazing experiences. None of them I would want to give back. They're all a part of my journey. But if I really connected to, to my deep, authentic self, was I genuinely happy and could I is there a possibility for me to be any happier than I am today and the answer was I wasn't genuinely happy and there was room to grow and expand into a happiness that was grander than where I was before so that is where I got to my brand as I was exploring my own inner healing and my childhood traumas I realized that I was peeling back all of these masks and perceptions and personas of who I thought I was and revealing not just to the world, but to myself as well, who my authentic self is aligning with my divinity, aligning with my purpose, aligning with, uh, you know, um, universe, gods, consciousness, whatever word you want to use, but aligning with my divinity, my higher self and my purpose that God, universe, um, mother nature has put me here to serve. Wow, that's incredible. What a great, wonderful, inspiring and empowering story you have in your childhood, you got like bullied and all. So my next question is, um, what happens to young adults love life who are raised by stressed parents so i want everyone to understand that so i want to go because a lot of my answers are going to i want to build a small foundation here so the i believe i've done my research and i've really connected to us all being souls yeah consciousness energy whatever language you want to use around it borrowing this body in this human journey. So this body is our vehicle on this fun journey that we're on. So we are a combination of our soul and our physical being. But our true authentic self is our soul, our highest knowing and our highest version of ourself is connecting to our soul and our soul purpose, divine conscious energy. And so how I show up, my soul chooses my family. And it's interesting because children will choose their parents on a very energetic level and parents will choose uh, their children on a very energetic level. So our energies are coming together to create a family. So there is, it's divinely orchestrated. It's never a mistake. However, if families are, are, um, manifesting stress and stress i don't actually believe that stress is a real thing in that it is a perception okay so when i really break it down stress is manufactured we create stress because we can take one uh instance and it could be neutral and not sorry go ahead no, no, go ahead. Yeah, I'm listening. Yeah, that's, that's so wonderful can, what you're saying. Yes, I'm listening. You can take an example and not have it have a charge. The thing that makes it stressful is that I'm perceiving it in a way that's creating an anxiety within me or a fear within me. And if I am able to break down what's beneath this fear, 
what is this fear telling me? Yes. It's telling me something. I'm not good enough. I'm not lovable. I'm not worthy. These are all core beliefs that most all of us have. Okay. And when, if we are able to identify what the core belief beneath yep. the stressor is, we can actually take it back into our childhood and some, we can definitely work with the childhood, but we can sometimes even work with past lives because okay. some things come in our subconscious and we are not aware of it in our conscious mind. And that's what's creating the stressor. Okay. And so again, by connecting to your divinity, you're able to identify, there are tools for this, um, to identify what is the underlying cause for cause. the stress. True. And then you can just diffuse it. it Agree. It, snap Not like nicely, it's yeah. as quick as that <laughs> great i hope that young adults life won't won't suffer now while you're listening to your best answer here so next question is well um the greatest thing in the world is to know how to belong yourself right so what is the main reason uh what is the main reason for adults to suffer from a lack of self-love and love of others why do we suffer like lack of love self-love in my practice, I've, I've learned that the biggest disconnection comes from not fully understanding that you are far beyond this body and the wow. confines of this body, that yes. you are a divine being and that you are multidimensional and that you are always tuned in and tapped in to God, source energy, um, mother nature, whatever the word is that you want to use to connect to your higher self, you are always connected. Even when you're not feeling connected, you're still connected. Wow. It's just that we've got something in front blocking that connection, but it's still there. It's, I look at, I always give the example, think of a window, the okay. window, the light is always on, but sometimes the curtains are fully closed and True. sometimes they can be opened a little bit more and more. So yeah. as we connect more to our higher self, those curtains come open. Oh. And then you realize there's no reason for the curtains to be there at all. Because True. the light is so much more divine and beautiful. Wow! And wonderful. we don't need the protection of these curtains. <laughs> and that's how we can open and we can realize that how self-love is so important and get the love of others as well. Great. Next, so the, um, yeah. how to understand... How to understand and heal from the past trauma of the ex-boyfriend or girlfriend or the spouse, because everybody carries the past trauma. So how to understand and heal that? So I always say that I am always only ever in relationship with myself, which means that some, if somebody else is showing me an opportunity, if somebody else is triggering an emotion within me, it's an opportunity for me to look within <clears throat> and realize and understand and observe, not judge, but just observe why I'm allowing somebody else to disturb my peace. Yeah, because so my peace as, and my happiness is my responsibility. Not only is it my responsibility, it's my birthright. And I'm the only person in charge of it. Nobody else is in charge of it. So if they're not in charge of it, then they, they should definitely not be in control of it. So if somebody else is causing me to lose my peace, 
it's never that other it's never that other person that's oh, just so, an yeah. illusion it is always me voluntarily giving up my peace peace so that. this person is bringing something up for me to look at within myself Self. so exes become exes because they leave one person yeah. leaves and they stop committing to each other but if okay. you commit and keep looking inwards in the relationship when something's coming up you go inwards and go this is coming up for me where in my childhood every single time i work with couples each person has a trauma from their childhood that's oh, playing yeah. out and they usually so mirror each other so, so if true. someone has what a belief the other person has that same belief it yeah. just may be acted out slightly differently yeah Wow, well said. Yeah, something happened in the past, and especially in the childhood trauma, people suffer for loss. Yeah, that's great. Now, yeah. how to? What is the negative bonding pattern in a relationship? How to identify that? So I always say this ties in great with your previous question. Codependency will be the most challenging thing to work with in a relationship. Codependency. in the short sense of the uh, of in a short explanation is my happiness depends on you that yeah. does not work my okay. happiness only depends on me you are not in charge of my happiness okay. so instead of like if you wake up and you say to yourself i'm going to do whatever i can to keep my level of inner joy and happiness high so that i have more to offer you because the other person cannot fill your empty cup you got to fill up your empty cup with self love first yes. and give everybody else your excess give everybody everything that flows outside of your cup and your cup flows abundantly there's no limit there's no lid it just flows in abundance because you're fully connected to the abundance that the universe has wow incredible Wow, what all said that that's uh, solely connected. Wow, excellent. Now, we go through with all these traumas and past um difficulties and frustrations and all anger and anxiety stuff and all. How to remove old emotional scars? So, a lot of times I find it interesting that people don't actually know how to even identify what an emotion is. Okay. So I usually take people on a on a process, on a journey. So let's say like I'll give you an example of a client that I work with and this is a beautiful example. She's a beautiful teacher for all of us. Um she came to me, I believe she was in her late 40s, early 50s, and she had seven PhDs under her belt. Wow. And so How yeah, old is so she? she <laughs> a lot. I've not known any seven PhD this many, like this much like educational background, right? Wow. But she came to because she wasn't feeling happy, and she wasn't in a relationship. She was wanting to manifest a relationship, and she wasn't feeling happy and aligned in her life. So I asked her, "Well, let's." the first question i asked her is do you believe because i've never met anybody with these kinds of credentials and i said do you believe that you're smart yeah and right away she became emotional and she had like wow. a break down 
So breakdowns can be quite beautiful because they're that's raw, authentic emotion. And so that's you. I always say you have to feel it to yeah. heal it. We can't just heal from uh, these hypothetical scenarios. You got to be in the emotions, those yes. raw emotions. So as we worked with her and got to this core belief that I because the fact that I asked her if she believes she's smart and she doesn't, she said no, mm -hmm. tells me that she believes the opposite of herself, which is I am stupid, which is a common programming that many of us have. So okay. I wanted to look, go back to, in her childhood to see where she first started to believe that about herself. Wow. Because when That's we're good. born, we don't necessarily have those beliefs in our conscious mind. True. They may wow. be in our ancestral lineage, but it's not in our conscious mind. And okay. so when we, when we did some exercises with her, she was able to identify that when she was little, about three years old, she wanted to pour her own milk. She took oh, a wow. big four liter jug of milk, poured it into a glass. And because her dexterity wasn't strong and co her coordination, she's young, not yeah. fully developed. She had spilt milk all over the kitchen counter. Her mom was stressed. And said, Oh, what are you stupid? Look at the mess you made. Oh, now, no. Now, at moments, the mother didn't probably, if you were to ask the mother today, she probably wouldn't even remember that, that happened. happened. But, but in that, to that three year old, four year old little girl, that was a defining moment for her. Emotional scar was just imprinted Trauma on her heart her. and mind. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. So she had taken that on. She wrote a tattoo on her forehead. I am stupid. Oh, you know, no. these are all, like, they're not, it's not a real tattoo, obviously, yeah. but, um, but a, an emotional trauma. trauma. And so when she went out into the world, she was trying to prove not just to herself, but to the world that she's not stupid. But guess what? I, I'm going to use the, um, I'm, okay, I won't, I won't swear, but I always say you can put icing on poop, but it's still poop underneath right? <laughs> so if you believe you're not um if you believe that you're stupid but you just pretend by masking it with a bunch yeah. of educational credentials yeah. it doesn't mean that that core belief has been healed, healed. so we got to go back in there and we got to heal the belief because it's just absolutely not true about, about her so true she is just like you are and i am connected to divine intelligence we are not smart we are intelligent beings beyond smarts beyond what just our brain can conceive wow that's a great analogy and you just said that uh, feel it to heal it feel it to heal it feel it i i love that it's so profound feel it to heal it if we don't feel it how we can heal it and also if we don't listen properly then how we can we we can respond to the best solutions too so my next question is related to that how we can learn healthy ways to communicate and to be heard? Well, I always find um, I studied nonviolent communication, which I find to be very um, easy to receive. So you're speaking in a lot of I terms, which is if you're feeling like, first of all, it has to come from a foundation of knowing that my experience that I'm having is mine alone. Meaning okay. you are not though something you're doing or saying might be triggering me. It's still my trigger to work with. Okay. So from that foundation, I can say something along the lines of, um, 
I am feeling this emotion coming up right now. And it happens every time I see you doing dot, dot, dot. So not you are doing dot, Ooh. dot, dot. Ooh. It's saying I am seeing you doing dot, 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 or I'm experiencing you doing this. It's not you're doing it. It's just the way that I'm seeing it through my lens. Yeah. From yeah. my perception. So it, ta- it sort of diffuses it a lot because you're not pointing fingers. When True. you do this, it makes me this. It's, it's just diffuses it saying, Hey, listen, this is coming up for me. Every time this happens, every time I see you do this, or I feel that you're doing this, it's, it's a non, uh, it's not pointing the finger at anyone. It's taking responsibility that the emotions mine and also saying, Hey, this is just how I'm experiencing it. Doesn't mean it's happening that way. Yes. So that's a great way of communicating. Yeah. Great, great way of communicating. And also, like, if one person is coming from a trauma place, and the other person's also comes from trauma in the past as well, when you're coming in a conscious relationship, which means each person is willing to take responsibility for their own triggers, Triggers, you can have really great dialogues, because when someone's feeling triggered or having a challenge, the other person can step up and be there to support them instead of making it about them. Wow. Because the Wonderful. worst thing is, is when you keep passing the tennis passing ball the- across of blame, going, blame this game. is your fault, your this fault. is yeah. your fault. It doesn't work that way. It's like, okay, let's let's look at what's happening for you in this moment. There's something co- you're hurting right now. And I want to be here. I want to reach my arms out and be here because I love you. And you're hurting. So I want to serve you by being here, by listening. So nice. So that's a great way of communicating so that you are heard and you're also not hurting someone and then you're also healed. So next question is, um, how to create a time for healing ourselves and become happier? If we have communicated well way and then we still have some grudges like, okay, we got to the position and all, but then I need to heal myself. So how to create a time for healing ourselves and become happier? So I always like my favorite uh, thing that I live by is I am the love of my life. I am am the love love of my my life. life. So I am the center of my universe, which means that like I, when I connect to my divinity, I am love. I have so much more to offer the world. When you can give love to yourself first, then you become a better mother, a better life partner, a better sibling, a better person in your work environment. So filling up your own cup is absolutely important. Everybody has we have one thing in common on this human journey. We all have 24 hours in a day. And so with that 24 hours, we get to choose what we do with it. So it is important that you are the love of your life and the center of your world and that you put yourself first, whatever it is that you need to Um, fill up your cup, whether that's a a 15 minute shower in the morning, whether that's a coffee and just doing a a meditation, whether it's spending extra time getting dolled up doing your hair and makeup. I I mean, for gentlemen, I'm, you know, you guys have your thing too, right? Like whatever it is, if it is reading the newspaper, not recommended, but if that's your thing, then go for (laughs) it. There's always negative 
the front page is filled up with all the war and stabbing and yeah. gangsters and rape and stealing like <laughs> the entire news in the front page will be giving um, make you sad that you will never become in real life in your ear <laughs> exactly exactly so we're talking about things that elevate your level of joy do more of that whatever that is if you need to da dance a little jig in the morning to get yeah. your energy up and um whatever it is yoga anything that That's is powerful. serving you from love, love is going to elevate your frequency because remember we're energy we're True. vibrating so we want to elevate that frequency we we're more productive we open ourselves up to more abundance joy so so great yeah important. and before starting my show i just listened to my one of my best music uplifting music i said oh, come on happy let's do it this is going to be the wonderful show of the year come on let's get it so my energy goes up my self esteem is up and then i'm so excited i'm excited always throughout the day and time but most of the time when there is a very crucial and important moment then i say okay how to create my energy to go lift up myself and to give the best version of myself now when we do this self healing it may sound that someone is taking his or her own time so how do you set boundaries in a relationship in a healthy way or without feeling guilty well here's okay so i love i'm going to just focus on giving without yes. guilt because i think that's a very 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 important thing to touch on so any time yes. i give something I'm either giving it from anytime I'm doing anything actually I'm doing it from love or fear. You know what love feels like because it's just pure bliss. There's yeah. no attachment, it's just pure bliss. True. Anything that's not that is fear. So anxiety, okay. uncertainty, resent like a resistance, those are all under fear because it's not bliss. That's how you know. Bliss everyone knows what that feels like. it's just free so flowing true. it's abundant it's pure it's easy and everything else goes under fear so the moment so giving and receiving happen simultaneously which means it's at the exact same time so when i am giving i am receiving at the exact time because how i give is if it's from love i'm receiving that love for myself in that moment that i'm giving something okay does that make sense Yeah and let me um yeah well that's a great and uh, the 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 example you're trying to give but at some time when you set boundaries in relationship some other partner will think that okay he or she is trying to set a boundary or timeline or distance and all you may feel like little hurt or guilt like okay I'm I'm offending him or her like if I need to set a boundaries my day and time that I need a space sometimes we feel guilty that oh maybe i'm doing something not good towards my partner so that boundaries in a relationship can create more harmony or can be more um distraction and space for a lengthy time so how how would you recommend to set a boundary but at same time you don't feel guilty so that was the main concern about that I think at the end of the day you want you want to communicate within a relationship. I so like that communicate, not, yeah. It's not about ultimatums or um act like having a defined definitive anything. It's like if you do this I'm out or you can't do this. It's yeah. like this is what's coming up for me when I see you doing this thing. Yeah. 
right? And this is what's coming up for me. So then you want to go in and look at what's coming up for you. You want to honor what's coming up for you because it's obviously a fear and it's coming from a trauma in your past. So if your partner, you can work towards not being at that place where you're triggered by the trauma anymore, but you got to work in unison with your partner on that because you can't just go up the other one person can't just keep going out and continuously doing that trigger while the trigger is not healed. So you got to work together towards healing it because eventually the goal is for that to no longer have a charge that like you don't uh, in the most uh, ideal relationships you don't need boundaries because when you're healed and you're doing your own healing wow there is nothing that could trigger you yes but boundaries um, as a reason Zen. on our journey of healing it's a stepping stone we're working mm. towards something together in unison it's wow. like this is hurting me. this is scaring me this is creating anxiety within me well let's work on that because i love you and i don't want you to feel those emotions exactly so what if somebody but takes me, a little long time to give a gap and they don't listen they say okay i need a distance i need a boundaries and but then the person doesn't want to talk. That's become more harder than sometimes it's to not to, the person is not ready to communicate. So those right. are the most difficult thing happens. Sometimes the, any both gender, sometimes they become come very hard. I don't want to talk about it at all. So what, what, what is that? What, how we conquer that things? So if you feel like you're in a union, because relationships are unions, they're with two people working together, together. towards a common goal. So Lovely relationships are not one half and one half they're one whole and one whole person one whole and complete person one whole perfect and complete person and together you create a union okay now that that's where you can look at and word it as a boundary the moment you feel like there's only one person in a relationship because the other person has checked out the other person's too traumatized and they want to be by themselves you are no longer in a union That person has checked out. So the self-love thing to do is to go, you know what? I don't feel that you're in this relationship and I would like to be in a union with someone who's willing to put in what I'm willing to put in. And that's when you can lovingly step away and the door never has to close. It's just, hey, listen, it's not working right now. You're not stepping up to the plate. And so you, you, the loving, the self-love decision is to walk away from that situation and be in a union where yeah. both people are willing to turn towards turn each to other. Wow. If one person's turning away, you're not in a relationship anymore. Now you're just chasing somebody. So true. So, so true. That's a wonderful and very, very inspiring answer. A lot of people go through with that and all. Okay. So next, how to build an umbrella of a happy and bounding family? realizing that every single person is is having their own experience all relationships are individuals living out their own experiences and you chose each other on a soul level to come together for your highest healing which means that you chose to be there, which means that it's divinely orchestrated. And if someone's triggering you, because our family, they say like our family's going to be the 
people that are the closest to us, they see the most raw, authentic version of us. And they're <laughs> here for highest evolution. So, true. so <laughs> those are we, we, we signed, I call a contract. You know, nice. it's not a physical contract, but it's a soul contract. We just signed up to be a family and yeah. uh, there's dynamics that happen within families. But if you iron it out and realize that each person is an individual within that family and each person's here to serve the other, okay, you start to um, have a healthier dynamic within the relationship. And I will, I do want to touch on this as well. I want to really encourage, I want to invite parents yes. to observe that children are not their possession. Okay. Children do not belong. They're not possessed by their parents. They are coming through their parents into this world, wow. into the universe. They are okay. not a possession to hold on to, to control. They are, they're coming through this vessel and your, your um, responsibility well, is to deep. love and nurture them as individuals wow, and to learn true. that they are also your mirror. They're here for your highest evolution. So let them be them, them, their own self. The less, so we, the less we tamper with that um, development, the yes. better off we are without us putting our traumas and our programming and our old stuff onto them, allow them to explore and be the best version of themselves and the most authentic so version of themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a great answer. And um, in my coaching also, I usually tell a lot of young adults and parents like, you know, you should set a one family thinking brainstorming session for 30 minutes Every week, you set a 30 minutes family brainstorming sessions for the growth in that nobody will judge anybody. So that allows each other, especially young adults, to come up with their ideas. Doesn't matter how abstract ideas that or vague or even silly or funny. So you're not judging anyone. So that brainstorming session for the family growth brainstorming session will bring revolutionary ideas and happiness that people can't even imagine, but it takes courage. Say, oh, one week or two weeks you do, then you're gone. So this should make a custom that, okay, this is a Friday, this is Sunday, before getting to dinner, 30 minutes left of family brainstorming idea session. How can we improve ourselves today? How can we be better to each other? How can we do the best thing to, as the most happiest family can do to, to see the world, to feed the world and eat and travel around? So this idea session can bring so many creative thinking that, we can't even imagine about it. That's great. Absolutely. <laughs> great. Love Next. that idea. So thank you. <laughs> I hope all the parents will try to do this uh, family brainstorming idea session. Okay. Next. Uh, how to turn a stressful relationship into a romantic and creative thinking in a romantic and creative relationship? So um, again, that word stress is aligned like, is disalignment from yes. yourself, right? So if each person works on their own inner joy and their own balance, like their connection to their divinity, then each person shows up as being the highest version of themselves within the union. So that diffuses any stress. And wow. then also like the commitment. I mean, the word commitment is so important in a relationship because people... All because our human trait is needing to feel safe. 
they say like the only fear like babies have infants have is like they want to feel like they're safe right <laughs> and so it's, it's an, on an energetic level too um safety is something that's really important so if you're committed to something fully then you can fully be the fullest expression of yourself and know that that person's going to be there for you when wow. people are in wishy-washy relationships they're not fully committed to something committed to there's an uncertainty that's created within the dynamic and that uncertainty yeah just starts to crack the foundation and the crack becomes bigger and bigger and then all of a sudden you're no longer in a relationship anymore it just goes in different directions so true so and that goes with commitment to anything if you don't fully commit to your career it will fall apart eventually if you don't commit to your health if you don't commit to anything like commitment is so important your commitment to your self-love practice is really really important to you connecting to your divinity and your highest self and believe me alignment us beings our natural state where when we're vibrating at our highest frequency we're highly like we're highly sexual beings but we're also highly connected we're drawn to connection romance and these things happen naturally when we're connected wow so it, again your disalignment is stress your alignment is romance love passion right. connection and it will d- build deeper and deeper and deeper but it comes from your personal Person. alignment to your higher self wow excellent first. I really, really admire this uh, specific answer. You said the commitment, anything commitment towards the relationship will bring, bring more romantic and creative relationship. Yeah, it will become more creative. Great. So let's do the second round we call make the world happy round. So your sh- short and sweet answers are highly appreciated on that. Okay. First, you have to choose only one. What will you choose from time, money, love or sex? love all right great <laughs> okay <laughs> i like that high five for that <laughs> because everything else comes with with the love, love. i in my show since i started i have never seen a special guest i've i've been like i interviewed most biggest millionaires and philanthropists and author and teacher and phd holder and all everybody would came up with the same answer love so i'm just waiting somebody will give a different answer anyways love is the best thing i love that i agree with it okay next who and what and who inspire you with esteem sorry with esteem yeah with esteem yeah with self esteem self esteem yes um honestly this is going to sound really int- funny to you guys but my bullies the okay. people that bullied me when i was yeah. younger allowed me to have this opportunity to be to have this trauma and believe that I wasn't good enough lovable worthy and with that trauma I've been able to turn it around and wow. focus on my um healing and how amazing I really truly am and I just believed the noise before oh. so I disconnected from my alignment in my childhood that's that sort of developmentally where I was that's what okay. children do and now I'm uh, here where you are so, the most so successful love coach of, of the world gratitude gratitude, gratitude yeah same yes. with me okay next how do you know if someone needs a love coach uh they're not feeling happy in their life okay all right fair enough okay um what and whom do you love best 
What or whom? Uh, right now, I would say it's my dog. She, okay. Uh, Lexus, she teaches me unconditional love, forgive, like just compassion, forgiveness, just pure bliss all the Lovely. time. Excellent. When are you most fully yourself? Uh, I love myself. <laughs> uh, like this is so weird, but I just I love myself when I just first get out of the shower. I feel like the uh, most revived, fresh, um, so raw, authentic. So yeah. Okay. Wow. Excellent. <laughs> okay. Now you're being a wonderful international love coach, and you meet so many um, folks and couples and rich and poor and all class of people now. What is in trend now? Being caring and romantic, or rich and famous? or something else what uh, is in trend caring and romantic caring okay. and romantic has deep roots i find okay. um rich and famous hey listen there's no right or wrong answer because that can come with deep roots as well but a True. lot of the time the it's it's superficial okay not a hundred percent of the time um, but a lot of the time so we'll, we'll stick to the caring and romantic people yes. out there that's a new trend from the love coach has seen a lot good <laughs> Okay. How do you compromise in a relationship without losing yourself? Uh, always check in. How does this feel? This like from your heart, not okay. from your head. The head will say, is this the right thing to do? Is this going to make the other person happy? Remember the other, you're not responsible for anybody else's happiness. How does this make me feel? Does this, does this make me feel good to compromise this for this person? And, and if it does, there's, there's got to be no attachment. When I'm giving, there's no attachment on how it's received. Wow. When Wonderful. it's coming from love. Excellent. Next, what are the side effects of the happiest people? The side effects, man. Of the happiest people. <laughs> it spreads like wildfire. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so powerful. It, oh. it, it spreads exponentially. And this is what we are doing here right now on the yes. live show. Spreading yes. love and happiness and blissness on the world. Okay. You being a woman now, that's something related to you. Never say that specific word or a sentence when a woman is angry. <laughs> oh my gosh uh for me personally because i can only yeah, good <laughs> is when someone says i'm out of here like if someone leaves i i like to have like support when i'm kind of going through something or to at least know that they're sharing space they don't have to be right in my face but if they leave huh. i don't I, that is that like that's the most thing no, that's you, that quite, you cannot stand that yeah that's so, not well, yeah. okay so that nadika imagine if god makes you a man for a day what will you do more of and less of oh my gosh <laughs> you know okay here this is what came to me i would go out and actually just like be the most gentleman. Like I love old traditional things like opening doors for women, offering wow. them flowers, complimenting them, like just Ooh. classic gentlemanly things. I absolutely love and honor divine masculines that have, um, that, that honor themselves by doing that for women. So I would do that. Lovely. Spread so and this it's is spreading more, more joy and happiness. Yeah. That's good. So this is more of what will you do less of? 
Okay, less of. Less of is the egoic, egotistical things like pumping iron to be yeah. like, oh, I'm so, like, you know, it's usually to fill a void. I'm not yeah. saying 100% of the time, but most of the time it's to fill a void. So okay. the pumping iron and and just like the big like egomaniac talking dirt, dirt like, you know, just not being in your divinity. So, okay. you Fair know, enough. making sexual... Well, this is this Derogatory. is imagination things yeah exactly <laughs> so no one get offended on that this is our show is just solely for just viewing and entertaining okay next what is the best love advice you have ever received um uh, i don't know that i received well i did receive it from divine source energy okay. but that i am that i am the love of my life that i okay. am the center of my universe and that um i am whole perfect and complete like perfect pure perfection as okay. are you and everyone else but everyone. Yeah. great next what is the worst love advice you have ever received uh the worst love advice to <sighs> oh my gosh you're getting putting me on the spot well that's why you are here on the happy conversation idea show oh, to make the that, world love happy. Is, that love is hard okay love, i don't i don't believe that to be true okay. all right I, I like that i love that that's so powerful either the love it so it never give up the love is never hard great okay so name two top relationship goal which makes a couple more happier and romantic uh to me it would be creating the feeling of freedom okay so one so people are so afraid of um being in a committed relationship because they're afraid of losing their freedom i okay. want to create freedom within a union okay. a monogamous union so that's one second that's one and two is play like play. it's so Woo! important to play together and I have like fun and like in all the different areas yeah play like just so important. Have play, fun, being play. playful is wonderful always i don't know <laughs> it's always like Amazing. you know it creates so dynamic energy inside you being playful exactly. lovely good exactly. okay next when you are angry what you like to hear from your partner i'm here for you all right i'm here Perfect. for you how can i serve you i love it that's so powerful that's so caring like okay, next what is your love language oh physical touch that one's physical touch. <laughs> <laughs> oh don't touch touch don't touch <laughs> guys we will move forward now quick um with whom you would love to go out for a dinner date on a private island ha huh. Oh, like a single person on a date date, like a romantic yeah. date. Oh, you can go with your current partner or whoever it is. It's your choice to answer. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> ah, you got me again. I'm not really sure. Okay, okay. This, is, this is kind of a weird thing, but I do. Um, I've always had this childhood crush. Crush? On, yeah, you can say the crush. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. On and on a Antonio Sabato Jr. I don't know if you know Ooh, who that is. La, la, but, la, that's uh, good. Yeah. Okay. All right. That would be kind of good. Next. Um uh, what superpower do you wish you could have always? Unconditional love. Pure okay. unconditional love because that's okay. not something that I have fully fully mastered 100% of the time yet. Okay, right. next. Do you consider yourself good with money or love? 
love. All right, excellent. Now, you being a love coach, this is something very powerful. Benefit of healthy sexual life. Oh, it's it's every like it's so important. We have a chakra, like an energy center that yeah. lies. Um, there's several energy centers, but one of them lies in our um, the, sexual area organ. <laughs> on yeah, both men good. and women. Yeah, and it's okay. really important. It's called the, it's yeah, it's called the sacral chakra, and it's yeah. really really important that we release yeah. energy. Pent up emotions from our sacral chakra. It's actually emotionally healthy as well as physically healthy. That's so, good. That's very um, important. Your, That's so spiritual. Yeah, That's very, good. very important. Next, what is the secret of your healthy self image? Uh, what? Is, I, it's a part of my self love practice, to okay. be honest with you. I practice. actually feel more connected to my divine feminine essence okay. when I spend a little bit of time and like do my hair or do my makeup. And that doesn't mean I do my makeup every day and, and I, I still feel sexy when I'm not, but okay. when, you know, it does, I really, I enjoy personally, I like dressing up. I love high heels. Nice. And so those kinds of things, I like painted nails. I like That's jewelry. Good. So those kinds of things help me connect to my divinity. So excellent. What harmless, what harmless mistake you must do to make a happier relationship or someone doesn't matter. It's you. What harmless mistake one should Sorry. do to make a relationship happier. A harmless mistake. Yeah. People, people say, Oh, don't do mistakes in life. This and all. No, I said, what harmless mistake you should do to make the relationship happier. Ah, um, Oh, oh gosh. Like I just, I like pamper, pamper. Okay. Pampering. Partner, okay. All right. You know? Next. Pampering. Like Pampering. if you're cooking all right. for that's them. Great. That's very like creative. Slippers. Like, yeah. That's, very cre- that's why you're love coach. Good. Next. What are the signs? <laughs> <laughs> okay. What are the signs when a partner is in a romantic mood? Oh, um, I think you can feel it. You can feel it in the air. Okay. There's All right. like there's feel a, it in the air. I like that one. Feel, feel it, in, it the in the air. Yeah, yeah there's just like a different way that they touch you or the different way that they look at you. Like I could feel okay. it. Usually, yeah. Nice. What are the two challenges to, to take every year to make a healthy relationship? So uh, two of them, I would say one is um, ev- like started gratitude attitude practice every night before okay. you go to bed like One. you could uh, turn to your partner yeah um and then two is there's an exercise that i absolutely love which is I, what i love about you most is yeah so you don't have to know the person really really well but this is also another gratitude exercise but it's focused purely on a person so focus if you don't know the person well you can, I just want to give you a small example. If you don't know the person well, you can just say like, let's say Mr. Happy, like I, what I love about you most is how much you smile and how expressive you are with your face. And that is something that is authentic because I'm not lying. It's uh, even if I don't know anything about you personally, I can observe that and and say that from a genuine place. So those kinds of things are really nice because it's really nice to give and it's also really nice to receive by seeing your smile, your face light up. And those Thanks. kinds of exercises, you don't know 
that how much someone may need to hear that thing that Woo-hoo! day. Lovely couple out there. These are the two challenges. Do it with your spouse or friends who come there. Okay, next. Being a, a love coach. Now, here's the question. Um, what to do in a client, when a client falls in love with a love coach? Oh, I have like super strong boundaries with that. You got, okay. you can't, uh, you can't be, you can't be the coach and the lover at the same time. Okay, not, good. So there's happy. a wall. Yeah. There's a wall. Okay. A strong wall. Next. Okay. This is true and false one. Okay. More happy years of life and more happy life in your ears. True. Oh, true. Hey, high five. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Okay, um, you have to choose one. Lose the world or find yourself. Well, you lose the world when you find yourself. Okay, all right. Okay, next. Um, what is the contagious habit of loving each other? Um, I think I would, I would want to say service. Like I feel like when I really love someone, I just want to do everything I can to make their life better. Okay. Perfect. That's, that's a good answer. I love that. Now imagine if you would be the host of this show and I would be the guest, what question would you ask me? What elevates your joy? Okay. Well, I think it's something related to the answer. What, what elevates my joy is serving others unconditionally, conditionally, throughout the time, whenever possible, with, with dignity, respect, and love in a creative way. I like to serve my clients, my beloved ones, my friend. Since childhood, serving and gifting is my one of my eternal, eternal joy. That's what I love to do. Okay, I have a bonus question. Go ahead. What's the, most, what's the most romantic thing you've or gesture you've ever done for a partner? Oh, uh, my! <laughs> I I've been called Mr. Beans. You know, there there are so many incidents happen which I never planned, and it was it was memorable uh, uh, incident that I've been get so many so many compliments, and it was rewarded for that. Once, uh, once there was an incident, there was we were cutting a lime inside the kitchen, and the lime dropped down, and it dropped, trembled around the floor, and it went to the window. The window was open, and you had only this much of gap; only the lime can go, and that lime went through that and fall out of the building. <laughs> and she was saying, like, unbelievable that this line can go from the kitchen to the floor and just jumping and bouncing and go right into the window with that small size and goes down. So I never planned, but it's all goes like un, unplanned thing is my one of my thing. I would say that. <laughs> okay. Nice. Next, um, <clears throat> we're getting closer to that. What is your favorite word or a quote? Hmm. Be the light that you are. I love it. Be the light you are. Excellent. Okay. This is the last question for our show now. What is your message to the beautiful people of the world? That you are pure love, pure light. You are so divine and 
whole, perfect and complete. There is absolutely nothing wrong with you. There never was. There never will be. Everything that has happened up until now is a part of your journey. Wow. And you deserve. You deserve. Every beautiful thing and abundance to come to you. It is your birthright. So let it in. Thank you so much, uh, Nadika, for your wise wisdom, your your stories, your thoughts, your ideas towards making the world a very beautiful and happy and healthy and romantic world. I hope all the audience has got some golden nuggets to how to connect and communicate and heal herself and himself and to be the best family and the best romantic people on planet Earth to make everyone happy today and tomorrow and forever. Thanks so much to the audience that you've been supporting and guiding us to do the best thing what we can do. And thanks, this is Happy Vince, you're your host, your noble servant, the Happy Conversation Idea Show where you can witness thoughts, ideas, and stories of happiest people. And thanks, Nidika, once again. Until next, we'll wait for next Sunday to see our special guests. Take care wherever you are. You have greatness in you. Love yourself and love others. Thank you. Thank you.